And we're back on our final hockey brief of the season. I'm here with Devils announcer Matt Lachlan. And I am no hockey genius, Matt, but I kind of called the avalanche, you know, because they just looked like the best team out of the jump. And sure enough, they end up taking it all on a not, not easy. I mean, they had to take out the two-time defending champs who wanted that third for sure, but the avalanche were too much. Uh, the speed that you had mentioned was something that was really clear. And as good as uh, the Lightning's defense is, they just couldn't. Uh, it was just uh, they were a little slow, uh, and uh, it, and it showed in the end. There was just too much offense from the Avalanche. Uh, it was a great series, no question about it. You and I were both in agreement on Colorado. I thought after the first two games, particularly that 7-0 blowout, that it was going to be a runaway. I thought possible sweep. Although I thought Tampa would at least win a game at home. Turns out they forced the game six. So. Credit to the two-time defending champions. But in the end, attrition was a big problem. They were missing some key guys. A lot of players were banged up. And Colorado wouldn't be denied. They've been building toward this for a while. A lot of first and second round disappointments in being eliminated. And they just were not going to be denied. And, you know, it's a party time in Denver. Just a great, great series. And, Matt, does the Avalanche have the foundation to be the next Lightning and maybe go on a roll here? Well, yes, they certainly do. They have a bunch of unrestricted free agents mm-hmm. that they have to sign, and the big challenge is how you do that and get everybody in under the cap. Uh, I'm not sure what they're going to do in goal, where Darcy Kemper is an unrestricted free agent. I'm not sure how much faith they have in him. I, I don't want to denigrate the man and say they won in spite of his performance, but he was not a guy who led them. It was the skaters in front of them. So it's possible. They've got terrific talent. Kale McCarr, Nathan McKinnon. They've got uh, Miko Rantanen, on and on and on. You go with the talent that they have, but they've got to sign some guys. So we'll see. It's not easy to do what Tampa Bay did. So for Colorado, the match that will yeah. certainly be a challenge. Yes, it will. So why don't we switch over to the draft that's coming up? And talk a little uh, Devils here. They got the second pick. The draft is July 7th and 8th. And I would think, Matt, that they need some defensemen here. Am I right? I mean, there's a couple of big kids on the board here. Uh, Simon uh, Nemich has come up as a possibility. Also, uh, David uh, Yurichek has come up as well. What do you see the Devils doing? It's a great question. Yes, they need defense. They also need big forwards. They need some help for their centermen around whom they are building, Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer. So I think they can go anyway. This draft is like a lot of drafts lately. There's no clear-cut number one. I mean, you have to go back to 2016 when Austin Matthews was taken by Toronto when there was a clear no doubt this guy's going to be great. He's a man playing with boys. He's going to be a superstar player at the number one spot, and Matthews was selected by Toronto, and we see what he's been able to do. After that, it's been Yoniko Hisha, Rasmus Stalin, Jack Hughes. Last year was Owen Power. Uh, the year before that, Alexis Lafreniere. And so good players, very good players, and in fact maybe great some of them before it's all said and done. But no one who stood out and said, oh, Let's hope we get the number one pick. We're going to, we're going to get a, a cornerstone player. So, yes, the Devils could go defense. There's no 
question they could use uh, help there. I don't know if any of those defensemen can help immediately. Defense is an awfully tough position to break into the league as an NH- uh, as an 18-year-old. So we'll see. Nemich has a little bit more of an offensive upside. Yerichek more defensive-oriented. But they're both in just about everyone's top five list. So I wouldn't be surprised if at two the Devils took one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uri Slavkovsky is a big forward out of Slovakia who has played with men, has scored some goals both at the Olympics, the World Championships, and in playing in a men's league in Europe. He's intriguing as well. Shane Wright is the player most think will go number one, but again, he's not that overwhelming, no questions asked, mm-hmm. number one pick. So uh, it'll a lot will depend on what happens what does Montreal do? Whatever does happen, and who knows, the Devils may even make a trade of that pick, maybe move down a little bit. If some, if, if Montreal takes Slavkovsky and there's a team that really wants Shane Wright, maybe the Devils drop down a couple of spots, figuring that mm-hmm. they can get one of those defensemen. So there's going to be a lot of intrigue between now and the first round of the pick on July 7th in Montreal. But either one of those defensemen would certainly fill a bill. Now let's talk about player development, Matt, because you've got like two number one picks that the Devils have, right? You know, Nico Heeshear and, and Jack Hughes. And, you know, they're, you know, what, 18, 19 year old kids coming into the league. What's fair for in terms of development if they're going to be stars? What is, uh, you know, like maybe Connor McDavid comes in as an impact player right out of the jump, uh, but you said he's even developing. So how, how long does it take, you know? Uh, to get these guys into a level where, they, where they're the tops in the league, if they're going to be at all? Sure. Well, some of those players, you're right. They come in right away, and they're impact players. They're getting key minutes. They're scoring goals, uh, and they're just great. Uh, others take some time. Right now is the time when Nico Heischer has to come into his own. You know, uh, he's played since he was drafted in 2017, uh, so – you know, five years in the league, it's a lot of games under your belt. You're always improving. There's no doubt about it. But now if you're going to be one of those impact guys, now is the year to show it. Jack Hughes is awfully close. Uh, you know, he doesn't have as much time as Nico does in the league. Uh, both of them have been banged up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hughes has continued to improve. You can see the dramatic steps that he has taken. He sure have been a little more subtle. But they're both rounding into form. I don't know if they'll be superstars. I just don't. You know, Jack Hughes has been banked up a little bit. He's got innate skills. He's slight of build. You know, we'll see. Nico Heischer, very solid. He's going to be playing in the league, as we'll use, for 15 years or so. But, you know, are you going to be a very good player? Or are you going to be a great player? You know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. You go back in the draft, and over the last 20 years, sometimes there's an Austin Matthews, sometimes there's a Sidney Crosby or an Alex Ovechkin. You know, other times there's, you know, somebody like John Tavares. Mm-hmm. who's really, really good, mm-hmm. but, you know, he hasn't put either the Islanders or Toronto over the top. Uh, you know, Nail Yakupov, he just was a failure as the overall number one. So you just don't know. Yeah, and then also uh, one other thing certainly the Devils need to address in the offseason is their goaltending. What do you see happening there, Matt? There's a variety of things. The rumor mongers are out, of course, uh, Jack Campbell 
Uh, the Toronto goaltender uh, is rumored to be uh, the object of the devil's affection. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll see what happens with him. Uh, I, I, I don't know where Mackenzie Blackwood stands in the devil's eyes. You know, there was so much that went wrong last year and is not getting inoculated, slow return from injury. I, I just don't know whether or not he's a guy that they feel they can rely on. But you're right. They've got to do something. They mm-hmm. need two guys, at least two guys brought in in this camp uh, in order to shore up what was a big, big, big weakness last year. That's where it all starts. doesn't matter who the devil's draft. That person is probably not going to help them immediately. It'll be two years down the road, maybe three. The goaltender is the issue that Tom Fitzgerald absolutely has to address this season. Well, you're listening to the Hockey Brief. It's been a lot of fun, Matt. We uh, appreciate the uh, the regular following. We had uh, you know a decent amount of listeners uh, to to the show, and so what we'll do is we'll we'll pick it up uh, next year. You can catch it on Spotify and on iTunes and Stitcher and all the places you find your your uh, podcasts. Uh, we're also on uh, More Sports Now, so you can find it there as well. And hey, Matt, why don't we pick it up next uh, season? at the beginning of the year, and we'll just, uh, you know, go around the league and just update uh, all those hockey fans out there on what's going on and um, and have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, sounds like a plan. It'll be here before you know it. Camps open up in September. You know that. You got a little break. Down the line. You're enjoying a little golf, a little break, but it, you get into late August, September, right after the draft, and it all starts up again. So, uh, again, thanks for listening, folks, and we'll uh, catch up to you next season. Bye-bye.